Sometimes you feel so alone and overwhelmed, you don't know where to turn. These days, it seems like there is no end to our problems. We invite you to connect with Silent Unity, the 24-hour prayer ministry where someone is waiting to pray with you right now. Since 1890, Silent Unity has always been there. No judgment or dogma, just someone affirming the best for you. Call 816-969-2000 today. You can also connect online at unityprayervigil.org. Exploring our oneness with spirit and each other. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Welcome to The Funniest Thing, where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. I'm Daryl. And I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from middle school studios in Culver City, the heart of Screenland and home of The Funniest Thing. Oh, yeah. Today's uh, show topic is... Ignore the worm and bite the apple. Go ahead, bite it. What could that possibly mean? I don't know, but the funniest thing came around on Saturday when I was reading the Daily Word and uh, the Bible verse that went along with it. You know how sometimes you'll keep going and you uh, brave it and go a little deeper into the Bible verse? Sometimes it can be a scary proposition because <laughs> yeah. you don't know what you're going to find. Well, that's why I never look at That's why I play it real safe and I only read like prescribed Bible yeah. verses from places like the Daily Word or, yes. or like other inspirational books. Because sometimes yeah. when I go it alone, I'm just like, oh my God, right? what did I do? It's like a bad movie. But this time I decided to go for it and I ended up. Making out like a bandit. And this was from Saturday. This was from Saturday when when I was just getting ready to write the script for today's show. And it it came from Luke 6.43. And it says, you don't get wormy apples off a healthy tree, nor good apples off a diseased tree. The health of the apple tells the health of the tree. You must begin with your own life-giving lives. It's who you are, not what you say and do that counts. Your true being brims over into true words and deeds. And that's perfect for today's show, because today's show is all about the difficulty we have asking for what we want or deserve. That's right. Because what we, when, we, when me and Ed refer to the worm, and that's what we call it when we talk, it's like, oh, no, did you let the worm get out, or you're being wormy? It's we're talking about our fearful self, that smaller yes. self, 
that seems to like make practical sense when it's telling us to do something that it believes we'll get further if we listen to this wormy little voice. Right. But it right. never works out. Yeah, well, the good thing about knowing you is you're like a worm detector. As soon as you you smell it before – you text me in the morning and you know I'm feeling wormy before I even wake up, which is pretty amazing. Well, sometimes. it takes one to know one. It's only, because, <laughs> it's only because I've been so wormy in my life and had to constantly overcome this. And most people do. Most people have this problem. Yeah, we're not even real worms. We're like gummy worms. <laughs> the, uh, and, and, and we have tons of examples yes. and, and tools that we use yeah, yeah, to yeah. kind of overcome. Come, but also the key is you know how bad it feels when we always just give in and volunteer yes to listen to that and how good it feels to 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 really do the yeah to step out on faith to remember who we really are and value ourselves yeah and just come from that place it doesn't it's not hard at that point and realize if i don't you know what the perfect thing i'm going to lead with this if you don't mind i read how about we do the breaths oh oh you got to do it no you know what Let's do the breaths because we're getting way ahead of ourselves. I know. We're so excited. It's a great topic. It is a great topic. <laughs> and, and matter of fact, the breaths even have a history of an almost worm. You're a global authority on worm behavior, aren't you? Yeah, because this is a good one. Why don't you share that story too? <laughs> okay. So this uh, breathing, we're going to do three breaths together. Gather. <laughs> Gather. This one was given to me by a friend of mine who is an acting – an actress and an acting coach and – so uh, one of the things that she teaches people is uh, how to open up, communicate, you know, connect with who they really are. So I, I work with kids and she uh, has been such a blessing to me because she's given me these activities to help with my kids and they transfer perfectly. And let me just say that, you know, so people are clear. It's not like you have your own practice where you're teaching spiritual tools. No, no. You work in the in the unified school, the public yes. school district as a uh, inclusion specialist, a teacher. That's right. So this isn't like, you know, you do this at home where it's with oh, pillows. No. And so go ahead. I just want to make right. sure everyone knows the yeah, space yeah. you're doing. I appreciate thing. that because it's second graders through sixth, seventh, eighth graders. You know, the, these are just kids coming in at lunch yeah. and sitting down. <laughs> Which is not really just sitting right. down. Yeah, yeah. So I'm looking for activities to get them engaged. And one of the things my friend taught me, Fabiana Medici is her name. She taught me. This three breaths. It's very, very simple. And of course, I didn't think I what well, I wasn't sure how it would go over with this group of kids because like it's we're at a, at a middle school in a little classroom meeting to uh get creative or have fun or something like well, that. Well that's the thing. It's always we're inspired by the higher self. Yeah. And that's when the worm creeps in. Yeah. And he goes, Well, maybe. Right. Because I knew when she told me that it was great. I wrote it down. Right. But, you know, I, st- I still had my wormified doubts about how it would go. And uh, so, how about we, we do the breaths and then I'll just give a little small, uh, short example of how, how, it worked how it worked out. So, we're just going to count the breaths. And uh, so, just breathe along with me. The, the, and uh, let's just do it that way. Okay. So, Let's take a deep breath to clear it all out. Let it go. Now breathe in. One, two, three, four. Hold it. One, two, three, four. Breathe out. One, two, three, four. Don't breathe. One, two, three, four. Breathe in. One, two, three, four. Hold it. One, two, three, four. Breathe out. One, two, 
three, four. Don't breathe. One, two, three, four. Breathe in. One, two, three, four. Pause. One, two, three, four. Breathe out. One, two, three, four. Just go right into the mailbag, then I'll, I'll finish that story up after well, the mailbag. Where bag? Oh, oh, who did this come from? Because it just oh. arrived today. This one just arrived fresh. This is fresh out uh, of the mailbag. Gabby just got out of the She's still wet from swimming over here from Hawaii with this one. That's right. This one came from a U.S. Army officer, Jennifer Wheeler Patterson, from uh, Honolulu, Hawaii. Oh, my goodness. And uh, she wrote, Daryl and Ed, been listening to you via iPhone on my way to and from work in Honolulu traffic. This is exciting because I oh lived in Honolulu. I know. Your show is an uplifting, calming, witty way to travel five miles in 40 minutes <laughs> sitting in a car. Sounds like L.A. Yes, very much like L.A. You guys are doing a great job. I really enjoy the lessons learned. Keep up the great work. Wow. Wow. Thank you, uh, Jennifer Wheeler yes. uh, Patterson, U.S. Army officer, and we appreciate and respect your service. Indeed we and, do. And just a little side note, Honolulu, Hawaii, that's where I was introduced to Unity Church yes. at Diamond Head, yes. right there on the slopes of Diamond Head. Yes, yes. And now we're going to finish with, so how did this, did, so you decided to do the breathing with the yes. kids? Yes, and I've been doing it for quite a while now, and... Uh, well, what happened? So there was a time where I started to think, well, do we really need to do the breaths? So I decided, ah, we'll just let that slide for today. So you were doing it. You yeah, actually introduced we, they it. They were doing it with me, and it was kind of a little bit of forced feeding. You know, I, <laughs> you know, they're they're going along with it. So we'd done it for probably a year. Uh, you know, each week, once a week, and so the time I decided, you know what, I'm not going to do it this week. The the kids I least expected it were like, what do you mean you're not going to do it? You know, they said, what about the breathing? Isn't and then they reason? even said, I'll, I'll lead the breathing. And some of the kids who are the most, uh, have the most undirected energy, if you will, who like to bounce right. off walls, they have become the ones who lead the whole group of uh, fifth graders or second graders in breathing, doing this breathing and centering. So it, it is just, uh, it's been amazing to see. What happens by giving them this little? Well, and that's bowl. one more instance of something that's really benefiting. That's been a blessing to others that you yeah. were inspired. That almost got kind of like, well, this really isn't doing yes. like the worm. But you know what God did for you? What you couldn't do for yourself through the the least likely of all. Oh people. my gosh! And once those kids were on board with it, man, everyone else just followed suit. So. Back to the worm. Back to the worm. Daryl, I know you have a great story to well, share. Well, I've got a great story only because it kind of gives a perfect example of how my mind waddles through. Right. This, and almost by chance, you know, like just like your story, how God almost did for me what I couldn't do for myself. When I when I first got to Los Angeles, I was, you know, making phone calls, uh, you know, trying to, you know, look for jobs in LA and I really wanted to work in the entertainment business. Sure. So every time I'd call these executives and there was one particular at Sony right here in Culver city, 
And the, the, like we all know these, everyone's familiar with these Italian nicknames, you know, Snooky, Noodles, you know, <laughs> Rocco, sure, you know, mm-hmm. Bonzo, you know, whatever. And I didn't realize how how powerful or how much confidence these nicknames can give someone until right. this this particular incident. Right. So the problem whenever I made these calls was would always be my name, you know? Wait, what who are you were calling? The, I'm calling call anytime I would call these studio execs, you know, so you you're got, calling studio execs. Studio execs, you know, so I'm already feeling a little weak. Uh-huh. You know, cuz I'm going to ask them for help. Yes, know, yes. Or ask him for a job. But, you know, I'm coming from a worm already. But what really redoubled my fear, that yeah. little self, was my name, Daryl Fazzaro. Right. And I'll explain why, you know, because the perfect example would be I'd call the executive's office. Sure. And you'd sec- the executive receptionist would pick up and say, so-and-so office, office, how may I help you? You know, and then I'd always, you know... I, it would take every ounce of courage to like respond. May I please speak to so and so? And then she then she'd ask the dreaded question: Who may I say is calling? <laughs> Daryl Fizarro. Dale, Daryl, Harold? No, it's Daryl. I'm sorry. What's your last name? Fizarro. Gerald Bizarro. <laughs> and I was just finally we'd get past my name, and then she would you know promise to pass along my information. Sure. And, and, and I, I was just, I was shy. I had no, all my enthusiasm and confidence was just depleted, right? Yeah. And although, you know, feeling weak and ineffective, I was still making my calls. Yeah, yeah. You're doing the footwork. I'm doing the footwork. So finally, I call, and it was the Sony executive. So I'll never forget this as Uh long as I live. So I call the Sony executive. Hello, who may say is calling? You know, just like before. Who may is calling? Mm -hmm. And I just let her have it. I just said, tell him it's Fuzzy Fizarro. Uh-huh. Now, Fuzzy Fizarro was like my childhood nickname, right? Because right. my last name is Fizarro. Right. So I just go, tell him it's Fuzzy Fizarro. She goes, hold on. Boom. She's off the line within a second. I yes. swear to God. The guy's voice is on the right. phone. Fuzzy Fizarro, what can I do for you? <laughs> and I'm like, well, he goes, that's a great name. I mean, it, it was like it was like the first time in my life I was being treated like a somebody right. in, in in Hollywood. I'm going, could this really be just because of my childhood nickname? Right. But it really was the confidence yes. and that lack of I almost I was to the point where I was careless. Meaning yes. I t- the, the, the th- I had been beaten up so badly right. by, by right. my lack of faith. Right. And now I got to the point of you know, what's the use? I'll, I'll toss this in. And, you know, next thing you know, I mean, I was signing contracts uh, with an agent. Believe it or not, his name was Dick Woody. Right, right, right. And um, and I was, you know, I was getting a lot of I even got a phone call from the uh, writer uh, Nicholas Pelleggi, who mm. wrote uh, Goodfellas. Right. About something that I had been working on, a play I had been working on. Uh-huh. So that was just one of my, like, reluctant you know, how it kind of came about kind of without me forcing my will yeah, or, or really thinking about it. But we have a lot of examples well, of, how to, of how to practice this. Sure. But I like the fact that it was the moment you said, it's like that fussy wanted to come out and you just said, you got out of the way, said, fine, tell him Fuzzy Fazaro called. And that energy is very different. Like you're not no longer asking for permission from somebody like, am I good enough? I hope I might be good enough. You're like, right. You know what I'm saying? Even the energy with which you talk, the way you say it changes. 
Well, yeah, and it was almost like there was value. The val, the true val, the it's almost like that fearful, that smaller self that we have is right. not our real self. Right. So when that one is ignored or when we overcome mm-hmm. it through prayer or we put mm-hmm. faith or mm-hmm. we do any of the number of things we're going to hit on in the second segment and the yeah. third segment, right. you know, things we do to try to overcome yeah. this devaluing of ourselves. Once that's out of the way, yes. then people see our real self. Yes. And all of us are valuable and all of us have you know, That's talents right. and ability That's right. that are not that it's like that Emerson thing, you know, what you say. Yeah. Uh, you know, I can't hear what you say because what you are speaks so loudly. Meaning yes. People naturally can sense our value unless we're masking it. Yes. With this fearful little self. Dude, recently Daryl and I were at an awards thing where we, that we went through as press. It's just, this is just a small part of what happened, but I was feeling really wormy, even though I didn't want to be, I was, I couldn't, my energy, I was just mentally feeling overwhelmed by the whole thing. Uh, so I decided the two of us sat down on the sofa and said, forget it. We're not going to try to do anything. I just started breathing. I, I, I kind of meditated for a few minutes. I started just enjoying the show of all the people that were around when they called us in for the, to, for seating, all of a sudden, I was no longer intimidated. I, I just was happy. And I said to one of the guys working there, I saw his name tag. I said, hey, John, how are you? So he says, Ed, I'm so glad you guys are here. Ed, Daryl, I'm so glad you guys are here this year. And it was like <laughs> – We didn't even know him. We didn't know him but at he all. Saw, yeah, he recognized us and, from our tag. And he kind of felt that confidence, uh, yeah, because we had our name tags on. But it was like – it was a whole different world from where I had been. Just a few minutes ago. Well, and even the funniest thing happened there because we could have been very intimidated because there was a lot of celebrities. Yeah. And we were out of our league. We thought it was this beautiful mansion up in Pacific Palisades overlooking the ocean. Right. But rather than try to worm around and, oh, let's see who we can mingle with and maybe, you know, yeah. get something. Right. We just said, hey, let's stand right here. We found a little spot to eat right among the people. Yes. And all of a sudden, who would you spot? Oh, the uh, the Queen of England. Who looked like the Queen of England. Right. And it turns out that uh, I was like, who are you looking at? And there was this lady, red hair, I swear to God, looked like the Queen of England. Yeah. The big hat. Yeah, yeah. English, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And her, her boyfriend or whether it was an older gentleman looked like he could have been right. a consort, you know, like a royal consort oh the way gosh. he looked. And all of a sudden I go, oh, my God, I know that woman. Yeah. And you're like, are you kidding me? She comes over right. and just that had just that weekend I had my uh, the screenplay. Wait, let, let's pause because we we're about to go to the break. Oh, this is and, we, and we, this is a great you story. You kicked off a good yeah, story. Yeah, so we'll finish telling that after the break. Let's do a, a quick reading from the book of rock and roll psalms, shall we? Yeah, why not? Oh yeah, this this gets us in the mood right here. All right, so. You know this group from Jersey, right? Oh my God! This this group, these guys were so disturbing. When I saw I saw these guys play in a club. If anyone's from New Jersey, called Mothers on Route Twenty Three in yeah. Maine, I think, and they were the gruesomest bunch of drag queens or what? I don't know what right. they were, but they were just like. But somehow, oh, dirtbags and drag. They were having so much fun yes. that they made this a hit, and it, it goes right along with not being wormy, right? Ready? Yeah. It goes. We're not gonna take it. Oh no, we ain't gonna take it. Oh, we're not gonna take it. 
anymore. We've got the right to choose and there ain't no way we'll lose it. This is our life. This is our song. No, 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 no. We're not gonna take it. Whoa, no, we ain't gonna take it. We're not gonna take it anymore. Yeah, so that is uh, Twisted Sister. Uh, We're not gonna take it. And uh, thank you for uh, being a part of uh, Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio. What is called the pants? Take eight. Unity Online Radio is affiliated with Unity, a nonprofit organization specializing in prayer, publishing, and spiritual education. If you enjoy our programming and would like to support this ministry, go to www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now to make a contribution. You can make a one-time or recurring monthly donation. Thank you. Reverend Paulette Pipe's voice has been called mesmerizing, the sound of spirit expressing in soothing honey tones. If you're one of the loyal listeners who tune in each week for her program, Touching the Stillness, you already know the power of her meditations. If her programs leave you wanting more, purchase one or both of her meditation CDs, Touching the Stillness, her first CD, and the newly released Resting in Stillness. This latest CD combines Paulette's alchemic voice with an original score by pianist Kelly Hunt and will transport you to a place of divine peace. Enliven your meditations with Reverend Paulette Pipe as your guide and take her soothing voice and peaceful presence with you wherever you go. Get your copy today. Go to www.unity.org and then click on Shop. That's www.unity.org and click on Shop at the top of the page. Have you heard about Dr. Tom Shepard's new program on Unity Online Radio? Tom Shepard, isn't he the Unity Magazine question and answer guy? Right. Well, they've actually turned him loose with a radio show, and I hear it's going to be pretty edgy. Edgy? Like what? Guest panelists and students from Unity Institute and Seminary, topics like abortion, gay marriage, war and peace, environmental issues, Islamic fundamentalism, universal health care, religion and politics, current events. Yeah, but they'll all be Unity people, right? 
Dr. Tom and his students will talk about the hard questions facing all people today, sometimes joined by rabbis, priests, liberal and conservative ministers, Buddhist monks, Baha'is, Hindus. And he's going to interview them on the program? Better, he's going to introduce a controversial topic and let students and special guests go for it. This could get explosive. Does he have guys in black shirts standing by to break up the fights? (laughs) If I know Dr. Tom, he will keep it both friendly and spirited. Whoa, I gotta hear this. When and where? The program is called Let's Talk About It, and it's on every Thursday at 9 a.m. Central Time, only on Unity Online Radio. So let's talk about it. Definitely, let's. You're listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. If you have a question or comment about today's show, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, friend us on Facebook at Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, or email us at funniestthing at unityonlineradio.org. Now, back to Funniest Thing. Hey, welcome back. We're back. Uh, funny. Welcome back. Yes, uh, this is this is the funniest thing. Where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. Thank goodness. And yeah, it always does. And um, this part of the show, before we we were so excited in the first half, telling stories about anti worm behavior. Yes, that uh, you know, not listening to that lower self, our fearful self. But before we go any further, we'd like to take this time before we forget to uh, thank everyone that makes this show possible. Uh, first and foremost, first and our foremost. engineer, Jeff Comfort, who always Ooh, makes yeah. us sound great and uh, does a great job doing our sound effects because when we were having to bark like a dog the last few episodes, oh my, my throat was getting scratchy. But now... And then the guy we were paying to do it. Yeah, it was, it, it was getting out of control. And now that Jeff does that, we're very grateful. Yes. Um, also, we got a special thank you to Denise Blake. Yeah. Uh, she's been the uh, program manager, the station manager, when, when we... Originally, she brought us in to brought us in to Unity Online Radio. Maybe that's why she's moving on to better things now. <laughs> Maybe that's not. But uh, anyway, uh, 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 thank you for giving us our big Blake, our big Blake, <laughs> and uh, and we also want to welcome Rachel Meltzer, Meltzler, Metzler, Metzler, Rachel Metzler, who's going to be the new program uh, manager, and I'm sure we'll get that name eventually right, so we don't. Uh, offend anybody with that yeah but, it's all about the energy that it rides on as well we, we love her she we knows that her. and uh shout out to the prayer line the prayer line oh. 1-800-PRAY-NOW yes or that's 800-669-7729 and frank you know if you have any needs or concerns um the prayer line is a great resource it sure is to to to, you know to call and ask for uh, someone to pray for you and you might not be aware that the atheists also have a prayer line that's right they do have an atheist uh a prayer line now it just keeps ringing hey oh my goodness i don't know if the delivery let's shout out to some italians that's right we also want to thank our sponsors i italy the one-stop spot online for info entertainment concerning italy and italian americans 
Uh, visit them online at i i italy.org that's i italy org for all everything italian or italian american yes Let's see. Dig deep in the bag. Will you? I Dig did. Deep. I did. I did. Look what we got. This is from an artist. An artist. Leaves Goya. She she wrote, listen to, oh, this is about last week's program. Which L- one? Rise up and run for your life. Correct? Yes. Rise up and run for your life. Listen Excellent. to today's program. I'm going to rise up and be free. Yes. Thanks for the word and the laughs. Om Namah Shivaya. Ah. Oh, and look at this. Thought you'd want to see what you inspired. I made my God jar today. Yes. That's right, because a few episodes before that, we had a guest, a professional comedian, Claude Shires, and he talked about how uh, how his God box is instrumental. Yes. You know, in his success, turning things over and, you yeah. know, letting things happen. And we just posted yes. on our... Uh, Funniest Thing Facebook page. You can check that out. Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed on mm-hmm, Facebook. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we'll post uh, Lieb's uh, The God Jar she made. Yeah, there's already a great post that Daryl wrote about creating your own God box. And in that uh, link, you will see Lieb Goya's, Lieb's Goya's uh, God Jar. Yes. It's beautiful. So check that out on the fan page, the Funniest Thing fan page. And this is also uh, – well, let's finish that story oh, we yeah. started. Okay, so – we're at the awards. We're at this award show. We, you know, we get there. It's a lot of celebrities yeah. out of our league. I mean, the the Mark Burnett, the the, yeah. the guy who creates Roma Downey, Roma Downey. I mean, everyone who's anybody's there, along with Daryl and Ed, Tom Shadjack, Tom Shadjack. Uh, we were there, and uh, but we decided to just go with the flow. Dummy down, man. dummy down. Keep it simple. We're there to be a blessing. We're not there to get anything. That's right. And we took our spot outside where there was plenty of people, plenty of little places to eat. A delicious breakfast buffet. We were smart enough to eat, which is yes. one of our big rules of thumb. Yes. And so we were at one of those little uh, stand-up like bar tables. Yes. And you spot the Queen of England. That's right. And she did really look like the Queen I of England. Beautiful lime green hat, joyful. red hair, lime green yeah. outfit, yep. and dress her. Her husband uh, looked like a royal consort sure for real. Yes. And I was like, oh, my God, Ed, you're not going to believe it. Funniest thing. I yes. know her. Of all the people up there, the most elaborate, yeah. you know, incredible looking person. Who jumped out to my attention, though. Yes. Yeah. And sure enough, we, we invite her over. She was so happy to see me. And then out of blue, she went on and on, which was perfect about um, that play I had written years oh, ago. Oh, yeah, because she loved the play when the you did it live. Because yes. she went to the play and she took her friends and she was, I mean, she was uh, over the moon, as they say, about your performance. She was going on about that. Yeah, which was really nice to hear. But coincidentally, this yes. was the real funniest thing. Well, that led to. Yeah, to this, yes. which was crazy. Because it was just that weekend yep. that I just got a synopsis back from a screenplay I'd written based on that play. Yes. And uh, from, a, from a professional, um, actually, writer in Hollywood. Her name is Sybil Gardner, works on many shows, good friend of mine, who I paid to write a professional synopsis on the screenplay. And it's now submitted for an option. Yes. 
And then Patricia KD is her name, the yes. Queen of England. Sweetest lady. She says, well, for another funniest thing. She goes, well, can we get together? Because now her job is, of all things, putting investors together right. to make motion pictures. And the first things out of her mouth were, well, can you make it for $3 million? Because I can get you $3 million. I'm going, right. how does this stuff happen? I know. If I pounded down doors or tried to manipulate that, there's no way. But we just go along, you know, like Mr. McGill. Yes. Oh, we're invited to this by Sister Rose. Let's right. show up. You know, at the at this event. Right. Because you were just being friendly, raving yeah. about how great of a person she was. And she actually directly asked you, so have you got any screenplays yeah, going on? And a day like, or two and, after you had just received and, the synopsis. And I even said, funniest thing. I yes. just got this synopsis. That's the other thing. Daryl really does say funniest thing all the time. All the time. So uh, with that being said, we go, let's go into the daily word because that's a big part of our life. And yes. A big part of the show. Yes. And today's daily word and the Daily Word, if you don't know what it is, it's uh, it's an inspirational magazine published by Unity. Yes, since 1924. Since 1924. And last week, if you listened to that episode, it's archived. You'll hear uh, the editor, Denise. I mean, uh, <laughs> sorry, Denise Blake. That's someone else. Uh, Laura Harvey was on and talked about yes. the history of the Daily Word and what's going on with that. Yeah. And it's a great little morning inspirational. Or you can... You know, read it any any time during the day for to help turn around your day or even you, lift your day a little you more. You can get it emailed to you. you can, there's an online version, and all of it is fantastic. So for today, today is Wednesday, May 1st, 2013, and today is fortunate. And this is perfect for our topic. Sure is. My fortune lies in the eternal flow of God's love. My fortune is not in a bank or a portfolio. It is not even in the most breathtaking view of nature or the mm. melody of the sweetest song. Right. Although I am grateful for every tangible gift that enriches my life, I claim an, etern- I claim an eternal fortune greater than any material good. My <sighs> fortune lies in knowing that I am one with God. This knowing is my assurance of infinite supply, ever-present healing life, and unconditional love enfolding me and those I care about. I do not fear my fortune will be lost, stolen, or destroyed, for it is part of who I am. I am a child of the divine creator, forever in the flow of love. And the Bible verse is, Store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust consumes, and where thieves do not break in and steal. And that's from Matthew 6.20. Yeah, so... um to to read the verse the version uh, from the message, which is a Bible that has been translated into modern day language, and um, and ex- they've done an excellent job of doing that. Daryl and I read it all the time. It's it's really been something that has helped us to stop running and being afraid of the Bible. Yeah, getting over the these and the thous and the yes. just the complex. This is just right. no bones, basic right. nuts and bolts. And it's not watered down. And no, anything, no, it puts that's a little more like. charge in it. Yeah, I you like it. Yeah, it's like you're in a you know a New Jersey uh, stevedore. Give it right. to you straight. That's right. It, even the most uh, like knowledgeable Bible reader that I, when I show them the message, oh, they love it. They'll put it right next to their King James or whatever I it know. is. Their, the Catholic Bible. They'll put this one right next to and it, and they appreciate that they we turned it. them on to it. You're not kidding. It's crazy. So the uh, the message verse. I just I backed up Matthew six nineteen through twenty three is uh, don't hoard treasure down here where it gets eaten by moths and corroded by rust or worse, stolen by burglars. 
stockpile treasure in heaven where it's safe from moth and rust and burglars. It's obvious, isn't it? The place where your treasure is is the place you will most want to be and end up being. Your eyes are windows into your body. If you open up your eyes wide in wonder and belief, your body fills up with light. If you live squinty-eyed in greed and distrust, your body is a dark, dank cellar. If you pull the blinds on your windows, what a dark life you will have. And that's the difference between listening to that fearful self or just stepping forward with love and enthusiasm and trusting in God. I got to tell that story that happened to me just two days ago. It's very quick about the um, financially. It's it's so perfect because just two days ago, I... Got it. I, uh, well, my wife is in school. You know, I, I've got a lot of things going on. And, uh, so I got a, you know, the, the email from the bank saying, well, basically, there's not, there's no money. Funds. Yeah, insufficient. We're going to charge you 30 Whatever. Bucks, yeah. It's whatever like it overdrawn, basically. Thankfully. I, so I said, oh my goodness, what am I going to do with this? And then I did something that I've been doing lately, which is the question is not, do I have enough money? The question is, does God love and support and provide everything for me? So I just said, all right, I don't know. I don't know where the money's going to come from, but I'm just going to go with it. Infirming that, uh, yeah. affirming that thought. Yeah, yeah. Choosing, to, reassuring, choosing to know. Yeah, reassuring ourselves. Yeah. Another thing you said the other day before you finished the story, which I really appreciated, was when you were thinking about tipping or leaving a tithe. Yeah. You brought this up and you shared with our, you know, the group that we go to that metaphysical Bible study, sure, sure. the Science of Mind in Inglewood. Uh, Center for Living, and uh, you said, you know what? And why don't you say, you said, instead of thinking, do I have enough money for this? Right. You said. You're going to have to lay it on me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I remembered. Yeah. Because it, it's a great one. You said, I don't think, is this, do I have enough money to leave a tip or do I have enough money to tie this? But right. instead, do you ask yourself, you know, is God providing for me? Yeah. You know, how much is, is God? The real question is. God is providing for me. How much do I believe God is providing for me? Yeah, how much do I know that to be true? Yeah, yes. And I'm going, oh, my God, that's such a great way to give. Yes. Because it elevates my consciousness, you know, and I'm never without, which is the point of this story. So go ahead. Yeah, and so later in that day where I had received the email about my account being overdrawn, I had to thought, well, my mother might be able to lend me a little bit of cash. So I said... I started to call her, and then I, but I felt wormy. And yeah, I said, of course. the question is not, can I get this money? The question is, do I really know that I'm being taken care of? And I said, I don't, I'm going to go with the belief that, that I am being completely provided for, that all is well, that there's no such thing as lack or debt or you know, anything in my consciousness. And I said, you know what? If I call my mother, I'm going to meditate. I'm going to do a few things first so that I'm feeling good when I do it. Right. So then it's not even – so you're not even entering with that wormy energy of, yeah. oh, hi, can right. I have some money? Exactly. Like when you're like 13. Because I'm not above uh, letting no, myself be helped. But it was the way I was feeling, which was wormy. Yes. So I said – so I forgot about it for a little while. I almost called her again. Something else came up. Oh, I think you got a text from me or something. Yeah, so and yeah, exactly. And I it kind of like sidetracked. The yeah, phone it sidetracked call. my mind. Within ten minutes of that text, I got a call from my wife who said, "Ed, you're not going to believe this. Funniest thing. Funniest thing. Our uh, federal tax return just arrived, and it was a good amount of money. I mean, <laughs> and she was ecstatic, and of course, I was ecstatic because I had put that intention out there, and, and I actually." 
was aware of like, wow, this is working. This is amazing. And that just gave me more confidence to keep going with that, that mentality and keep affirming that. Yes, there are no coincidences. No. So let's see here. We got a couple more minutes, three more, two and a half more minutes before the break. Before this break. And yeah, we, yeah. Well, you know what I'm going to say before we go further, because we're talking about worms and the approach yes. and, and asking your mom and all this stuff. And, and, the, and a great morning routine. One of the books I've been reading for years, a part of my morning routine, along with the Daily Word. Yes. Something that's been a staple this whole 27 years I've been yeah. doing this. Uh-huh has been around the world with Emmett Fox. If anyone is familiar with the author, uh, great. If you're not, he's a great new thought author. Very no BS guy. And when I first started reading Emmett Fox, it blew my mind because there's nothing in here that felt wrong. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was all. It took all this spiritual hocus pocus and made it nuts and bolts practical for me. Right. You know, even back then at 23, so it was easy to accept. And one of the things that was driven home at even 27 years ago, when it comes to situations like this, was a simple little reading he gives called God in Business. Mm-hmm. And What's if you want book that called? book, I was going to say it's called Power Through Constructive Thinking Power by Emmett Fox. The morning book I read is around the year with Emmett Fox. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very inexpensive books especially for what you get out of them. Uh, And here it is. It says God in business, and I'm just going to read it. Uh, Now, the secret of successful negotiation can be put into a nutshell. It is this. See God on both sides of the table. Mm. Claim that God is working through both of you, through yourself and through the person with whom you are dealing. Do not seek by willpower to get your own way, Mm -hmm. but affirm that God's will in that particular matter is being done. Remember that your own way may not be at all good for you. The very thing that you may want today may turn out next week to be a nuisance or even a misfortune. Right. Do not try to overreach the other man, to persuade him against his will, or to mm. take the slightest advantage of him in any way. But state your case honestly to the best of your ability. Do only what you think is right and know that God is living and working in your life. Then, if you do not make that sale, you will make a better one instead. If you do not get that job, you will get a better one. If you do not make the arrangement that you sought today, a better one will present itself tomorrow. Never allow yourself to be strained or strained, too tense or overeager. God never hurries. He works without effort. In dealing with fellow man, put God on both sides of the table, and the outcome will be true success for both parties. And I read this when I'm feeling a little wormy and I have to make a call. And we'll talk about that story about I had where I had to actually use this. This is perfect. Right before we go to the break, we'll do the joyful simpleton tip of the day, which goes right along with what you just read, which is don't be pushed by your problems. Be led by your dreams. So thank you for being a part of Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio. This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Affirm the good that flows within you and stretch to reach your divine potential with daily inspirational messages from Daily Word. The path to God is not long or difficult or complex. Wherever I am, whatever I am doing, I pause and bring awareness to the one spirit that is within me. I open my mind to the thought of one creative energy enlivening me in the world. I open my heart to the one love that is the essence of life. This love, God's love, is within us all. 
Spirit needs no books or rituals, wealth or architecture to reveal itself. It is as intimate as a touch and as vast as the infinity of space. I am at peace in the simple knowing that wherever I am, God is. Daily Word magazine is now available in a digital format. A one-year subscription to Daily Word Digital Magazine with audio is only $9.95. That's less than three cents a day to start your day right, centered and connected to the truth within you. To learn how you can subscribe to this online interactive magazine, go to www.dailyword.com. Somewhere, tucked away in the Unity Library archives in Unity Village, Missouri, you can find a secret treasure. They are the scripts from Unity co-founder Charles Fillmore's early days on broadcast radio. The teachings of Unity's founders, almost a hundred years old. Now, for the first time in history, you can hear them through the power of the Internet. Join Bob Brock every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, for Unity Classic Radio, Words from Our Past, Discover the wisdom of Charles Fillmore's talks and of other Unity Radio speakers read on the air again. Call in your comments and questions as Bob and his special guests revisit Unity Radio talks of the past, along with historical background from the early days of the Unity movement. That's Unity Classic Radio. Words from our past. Every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Right here on Unity FM. The voice of an awakening world. We now return to the funniest thing. Here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed, the best looking guys on the radio. Back to the funniest thing, where each week, we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. Hey, 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 yeah. And as always, we have a joke of the day. We sure do. And this is one of the um, best jokes we've had thus far. Daryl loves it. He couldn't wait to tell it. All right. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll take the blame for this one. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, Ed. Yes. What do you call a nun who walks in her sleep? I have no idea. Daryl, what do you call a nun who walks in her sleep? A Roman Catholic. <laughs> hey, hey, we're glad you're here to join us today. So, just before the break and just before that, we've been talking about worming around. And tools to use, like the Emmett Fox reading God in Business, seeing, yep. seeing God on both sides of the table. So you yeah, can that's ask, a great one. Well, because it's this. My wife, she was having a situation with a client about... Of uh, the price of one of her products. She's a photographer. Yes. And she goes, I'm going to stand firm. This woman knew the price ahead of time. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to her afterwards. I said, yeah, absolutely. Because when we devalue ourselves, right. we're committing, we're, we're actually committing fraud against ourselves. Right. You know, because the universe doesn't know who's who. And whether right. we're a partnership with the guy taking, I mean, when I'm devaluing myself, I'm like, all right, I'll do it for a little less because I want you to like me. Right. Or, I, or 
well, maybe my prices are too high. Any of that thinking is me devaluing someone, yes. myself in this particular case, and I'm robbing the universe. Yes. And that type of energy keeps that awful feeling going. And the whole project will feel awful. And it'll right. be an assignment or a job. or. But every time I ask for the fair price. Yes. And I'm able to do that confidently. Right. And... You know, like Emmett Fox shared, right. without overreaching or overselling, the client is always enthusiastic, yes. happy about right. the, the the job, the completed right. you know uh, job or my services, right? And I feel really good and enthusiastic about giving him the best value for his product. Yeah. I'm really excited and. I'm working on the drawings and I'm enthusiastic about how they're coming right. out. And I want to do a good job sure, sure. because I'm being paid, you know, I'm being paid properly for the work I am doing. Yes. It's such a big difference than when I get, oh, no, I better not say it. Well, what did your friend share with you about the the play that uh, with, with regards oh, to Oh, that's a really, that was very helpful. I had a, I had a several years ago, mm-hmm. I, I, this is many years ago, actually, talking about Patricia when I was doing the play, The Basement. Um, I had the opportunity, I was invited to do it in Montreal wow. in, a, in, in a beautiful theater at the Leonardo da Vinci Center up there. Mm-hmm. So the temptation was to just say yes. You know, say yes, almost like I'll do it for free as long as they just fly me up there. You yeah. know, that was the temptation because the little worm, A, doesn't feel like I deserve it. I'm not a big celebrity or whatever. Yeah. But it just was, as soon as I'm thinking that, I'm already feeling a little sick. Yeah. And the problem is the worm, that feel that wormy feeling, you could mistake that for believing, well, that's why I should do it right. for free. But really, I'm feeling that wormy feeling because I shouldn't do it for free. Yeah, because you're really, it sounds to me like you're clutching to it. Like, I, I don't want to lose it. I, I don't want to lose it. Which is, lose it. which the Emmett Fox ring helps. Let it go. Just tell, yes. don't try to oversell. Be, state your case honestly. Ask for the fair price. If right. you don't get this gig, you'll yes. get a better gig. Right. You know, these tools help me let go of that. So I was still a little scared to make the phone call. So I decided, you know what? I'm not afraid to ask for help. Right. And a friend of mine at the time, Evan Davis, a professional comedian, he's been on The Tonight Show many times, very successful, and he knows something about asking sure. for something in this situation where you're going to perform. So I said, Evan, here's the story, which I do. He made it so simple. He said, this is what you do. He goes, ask for the least amount that you would be willing to do it for without getting a resentment. Mm. He goes, because if there's a resentment, it's better that the other guy gets it. Mm. Because if you get it, it's fatal. Mm. And I understood what he meant. You know, it's fatal to my constitution. It's fatal to my soul. Right. Because I would have a resentment having to go through feeling right. undervalued, gritting my teeth. Well, you know, appreciating right. and doing a performance reluctantly. Right. It's just the whole thing. So I called the the uh, the the theater back, and he said, "Yep, have you had a chance to look, think about, you know, consider my offer?" Mm-hmm. And I said, "Yes," and I set a price that at the time seemed exorbitant, but I knew that was the least I could do it for for leaving L.A. for you know several days, flying away. Sure. So included a fee for a one night performance, right? 
Um, they were also going to pay airfare for myself, my wife, who was in the play, and my technical support Beautiful. team, mm-hmm. who's one other guy. Uh, they were going to provide the lighting and all this and transportation to and from the airport, plus hotel rooms. You know, I just said just two because me and my right. wife can stay together. And the other guy, you know, my partner at the time had his own room. Without batting eye, he said, fine. And I'm going, it's that easy. Yeah. When you value yourself, and now I've learned that. Yes. You know, because I had a situation with illustrating a children's book. Yeah. You know? Yes. And this was a situation where, you know, he's a friend of mine. Hey, can you illustrate the book? I read the book. I said, yeah, this is something I'd like to illustrate. Right. It was funny. I even sat down with him, did some sketches, and shared with him how he can make his book better. Sure. And gave him those things. Yeah. Just because I enjoy it. Problem is, I enjoy things so much. I tend to start thinking, well, maybe I don't deserve to get paid for it because sure, I enjoy it. Sure. So he goes, "Great, are you in or out?" I said, "I'm in." And he goes, "Okay." So, and I go, "Wait a minute." I said, "I can't do this for free." Yeah. Right. And I told him, I said, "This is what I can do," and I gave him a great deal. Yes. You know, I said I could do it all. I'll have it done in one week. Yes. You will own all the rights to the work, and that's a so, lot. Yeah, that's a lot. That's expedient. And it's a lot. Yeah, and I was going to commit, and I knew because it was a children's book. Right. And he said, and then when I told him, he goes, oh, well, I guess you're not in then. And you know what? I didn't care that he had that attitude. Yeah. Because I felt free. There you go. I mean, I felt free, and I felt confident, and I felt good about that. Because had I done that book for free, and even if the book was a total failure, right. I'm devaluing myself. I'm a, I'm committing fraud in the universe. Yeah, yeah. And that's why it feels sick. You know? Yeah. And you know what happens? Look at all these other totally. funniest things Indeed. that much better have happened yeah. in my life through the course since that, that thing had happened. Yeah. I just want to add, too, because I've had a few experiences with that of late that have really confirmed that. Just because you're emailing, just because I'm emailing someone, it's it's all about the oh, yeah. way I feel. Yes. The worm I want to hide behind an email and write it out and think you're going to get away with it. It's still about the energy of how I feel. I had an opportunity to email with someone this week who was oh, wait. Like, And people pick up on that. Yes. When you send do. a worm, like even if you're not saying anything wormy. Oh, man. It is amazing yeah. how this – we're living in a spiritual world. Yeah. And, I, you know, people go, that's ridiculous. No, it's not. It's not. Because when I've sent emails and there was a little worm yeah. in it, they responded yeah. in, in the fashion that a worm would get responded to. that right. Yeah, that's what happened. Just two days ago, I, I emailed someone. Who, who was not responding to other people who were involved in this case. But I got in there. I just uh, got in a, a, a joyful, uh, hopeful, loving space. I told this person exactly what I needed. I went like you did. I laid it all out. I said, this is what you can do for me. I, th- I know it will work out if everything goes in our favor. I heard from this man within an hour. This is a guy they hadn't heard from in weeks. But everyone said hour. we can't get in touch with him and all this. Yeah, it's, I, I invited him by by creating a vision of something that was positive for both of us, that was flowing. Well, and you and weren't he, wormy. You said, wormy. this is what we need. This is yeah. how it can be done. It was an amazing Without feeling. being aggressive. Right. And it's amazing how this works. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's simple, but it's not easy. And it that's takes right. this faith. Yes. You know, and that's why any little help we can get, whether it's the daily word where you sit yes. down and oh, man. you've got to get in an uplifted, yes. courageous, and courage means, you know, there's the fears there, but you're going to throw your faith that nothing happens by mistake. Right. And I don't have to have this. Right. That God is always on my side. And I can that's ask right. for, and 
once you start valuing yourself yeah. the first time, whether you get it or not, soon it, an avalanche, an avalanche of funniest yes. things start happening yeah. where you are getting paid, you know, Correct. rewarded equal yeah. to the value that you place on yourself. And I like how you say you value yourself because it's all your feel, our feelings, my feelings don't lie about it. It's not like I'm, uh, I can't go into a meeting and say, I'm going to, I'm going to prove that I'm worth something. It's all about, I got to know going in the door. I got to be loving with myself. I got to get in that flow and, uh, know going in the door, what I'm worth. And then it's very easy for that person to decide if they're if they uh, want to go with it or not, because it's clear. Well, that's why I like how Emmett Fox puts it, which is you're sending love. You want the best for the other person, because when I go in there with a lot of these other theories, you know, go in there and slam oh, yeah, it down on the yeah. table and let them know you're not going to take no for an answer. I can't do it. I can't do it. The yeah. bully self-will way right. does not work for me. And I really don't think it's sustainable for anyone. Yeah, because there's a difference between feeling joyful and being pumped up on adrenaline that I'm going to take the dude down. <laughs> yeah. It's very different. <laughs> yes, and the universe responds yeah. in accordance to how what we put it's out, amazing. we get back. Yeah, it's yeah. really amazing. So uh, we're coming up to the end of our show, and, and Daryl and I want to – to share with the, everyone listening that we love hearing from you the funniest things that are happening in your life. Every time you do something that you'd normally be a little afraid to do, yeah. but you go ahead and you do what you know is oh, the man. right thing to do, yeah. or, you've, or you've practiced any of these things we've shared or something that you do in order yeah. to like face the thing and not run from it, yeah. or, or you just happen to... Do something kind for somebody or you took a different ro- route to work because you had a hunch uh-huh. and how the funniest things happened. Yeah. We love to hear those stories and you could you could post them on our Facebook page. That's right. Which is Funniest Thing with mm-hmm. Daryl and Ed on Facebook. Yeah. You can um, also email us at Funniest Thing, which is Funniest Thing at UnityOnlineRadio.org. That's right. Funniest Thing at UnityOnlineRadio.org. And you could follow us on Twitter and communicate with us via Twitter. Right. Daryl and Ed. That's our Twitter feed. That's yeah. simple. Daryl and Ed, one word. We flip out when we, when we read these things because it just makes it uh, just so much more fun. Well, yeah. And we get encouraged and it helps us connect the dots yeah, more. You yeah. know, I like that one saying, if you can't expect a miracle, expect a coincidence. That's right. That's right. So that's perfect to uh, put a close on today's show, just remember, sometimes you have to ignore the worm and just take a bite out of the apple. Yes, because you deserve it. That's right. So thank you for being a part of Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed on Unity Online Radio. Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Central as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards. Sometimes you feel so alone and overwhelmed, you don't know where to turn. These days, it seems like there is no end to our problems. We invite you to connect with Silent Unity, the 24-hour prayer ministry where someone is waiting to pray with you right now. 
Since 1890, Silent Unity has always been there. No judgment or dogma, just someone affirming the best for you. Call 816-969-2000 today. You can also connect online at unityprayervigil.org. 